0: he had the great idea last Friday to ask the team for their 2024
1: predictions.
0: Elon Musk's downfall.
1: <laughs> I like this. I'm pro Elon. I like him. <laughs> He's aggressive. Uh, He's an innovator, too. Think
0: about creators like Emma Chamberlain. She used to have a daily vlog, for example. Or Casey Neistat, right? He stopped for a while and then he came back. And for them, in their eyes, that's higher quality. Not only the quality of the content, but also the quality of their life. There's going to be a lot of rejection about AI-created content. I feel like people are getting tired of it, yeah. And I had a little bit of a fight the other day with a a trading card uh, shop owner. He told me that women's basketball
1: was going to be bigger than soccer. I just laughed at his face. I have one. I have one.
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: Arsenal <laughs> will become the champions of the Premier League 2024. After how many years? Let's go. After how many years? It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. We've got some hey, fresh I'm new Luis. And I'm Luis. So you and
0: you're listening before. to the Content is Profit Podcast. Listen. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Content's Profit. Happy Monday, happy 2024. as uh, Monday, as in we're recording this. What's up, fans?
1: <laughs> happy 2024. Ho- <laughs> hopefully, this doesn't go out in February.
0: <laughs> I know, it's like early, early. But today, we thought we'd do something a little different and super exciting. We actually, Fonz had the great idea last Friday to ask the team for their 2024 predictions, worldwide and content-wise. And we're going to go over some of the answers yeah, we, 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 didn't get,
1: we didn't get too many of the worldwide predictions. I, know. I think people were afraid.
0: They're, they're afraid? <laughs> Maybe. But <laughs> it, it's know. okay.
1: We got plenty of social media predictions and content predictions, which, you know, is the main purpose of what we're here for, right? What are yes. Where are we going to steer this year so we can make that profit, That's right? That's right. That's why you're here. Content is <laughs> profit, baby.
0: Content is profit, baby. All right, Fonzie. So, you want to get started? Do you want to do some of the teams first or do you want to do yours first?
1: Uh Let's do some of the teams first. I'm going to start by with the first one here. And actually, it's uh, he's not the only one that talks about this one. Two of our team members <laughs> mentioned long-form content resurgence, meaning long-form is coming back. You've seen it. You know, these past few years, I feel like it was all about TikTok, Instagram Reels, right? <laughs> uh, even Other platforms like Reddit, Twitter, now X, they were all including the short form type of content, the infinite scrolling, the (laughs) doom scrolling. (laughs) doom scrolling. And I feel like people are getting tired of it, yeah, In, in a way. I think, again, it's a very popular way still, obviously. It still attracts a lot of eyeballs. But I think people want more. People are realizing how addicting... You know, the side of mental health, right, of just being there scrolling and consuming so much information. But at the same time, it's not like you're consuming and getting smarter. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to you know, say, you know, pointing fingers or anything. But uh I think people want some more quality, some more depth in the message. Therefore, yeah. I mean, and you see it actually, TikTok is including more long-form content, right? they Eventually, they start allowing... One minute, three minutes. Now, I think they're up to uh, 10, 10 minutes, minutes yeah. and I think they are going to open it up for even longer videos. You know, they're big now on search. People actually go and search a lot of stuff on TikTok. So opening the doors now to long form videos is going to yeah. potentially, you know, help people that might have a podcast, you know, land some new listeners from TikTok and all these spaces. Again, people are looking for more quality, more depth, more connection.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, operationally, right, like uh, it, it's also challenging, right, to keep up with maybe the volume. I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they were saying like, this is the agency owner, they do 66 pieces of content a day, right? So like who can sustain something like that? Obviously, you know, there's system and processes along those lines, but it can get very exhausting. We deal with a lot of creators that, even the creative process, right? You are managing your company. You you might be doing meetings. So at the end of the day, what works for you? And uh, obviously we're big fans of long form. And, and I love that prediction because I agree
1: 100%. Yeah, of course. Bias prediction right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another one that they share was, um, you know, AI uh, make content, boom, and crash. There's going to be a lot of rejection about AI created content, uh, so I think what it meant is that
1: in this same year, it's gonna boom and then it's gonna crash, right? It's I think gonna, we're
0: I think we're in the middle of that boom in a sense, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I think
1: there's still quite some time to go. Actually, I saw a post the other day showing how AI now can pass human on camera verification, right? That's I mean, it, like you can take a picture, like those pictures that you sent to verify, it, whatever. AI can pass, like that is wow. extremely scary, right? So I think. Yes, there's a lot of potential, obviously, to do things with AI. But in a sense, that's going to make people not trust a lot of creators, or a lot of things that they consume out there, which, I mean, trust is a key part of the selling process, right? And at the end of the day, if you have a business, part of why you create content is to build trust, deliver value with your audience. And I think for people now, or eventually towards the end of this year, they're going to seek, you know, connectivity. They're going again. What we said, depth, but the way for them to get it is probably going to be to shake some hands or <laughs> find a way yeah. to know for real that is a human behind the content and not yeah. just AI.
0: I mean, you saw it before. Before AI was a thing, right? That you saw with like the DMs with the virtual assistants and like it's not really personal and uh, it creates just a lot of rejection, right? So, I think yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, if it's like a robot or AI. Uh, Probably there's gonna be those people who are gonna get as close as possible. We're gonna try to get as close as possible for higher volume like that, and try to fake authenticity in a sense. Uh, but that's gonna probably come across. People are gonna be able to recognize that, and at the end of the day, it's probably not gonna help a lot of businesses, right? So um yeah yeah, i think
1: the boom there's a boom right now certainly where people can leverage that and you're seeing it i feel like on youtube they got lots of faceless channels that are making a lot of money you know faceless uh real channels that are making a lot of money they're getting a lot of traffic but until when right there's i think there's going to be that point where uh, things are going to have to start changing a little bit
0: also i want to point out I'm personally not against AI. I think it's a great tool to leverage and include part of your process. But if everything is AI, right, like where's the limit? So uh, keep an eye on it. And uh, if you are using AI right now for your stuff, let us know. Put it in the comments. Send us a a message. How are you using it? How is it helping you? Uh, We'd love to hear
1: it. Yeah, I agree. Definitely there's ways to use it. And then there's ways to abuse it. (laughs) So don't go there. Don't abuse the AI. Now, this one is a little bit of an overlap both of them mention more ethical use of social media and actually i like this one a lot apparently in the european union or a yeah. parliament in the, in in europe approved a project to prohibit the infinite scroll i think that's going to be very very interesting and let me tell you why <laughs> because social medias are businesses and they're, they they they're to make money right and you've heard it, if you're not paying for it, you are the product, product. which that is it, right? You are the product that the advertising companies are relying on, and the social medias are relying on to get paid. So the more you scroll and the more ads that they can show you, the more the advertising company, the companies that are advertising on those platforms are going to spend. Now, If you cap this curl, how much people can consume on these social medias, I think social media is going to have to reinvent themselves and find new ways to profit, right, from you. So they're going to, I think, you know, what we saw this past year with X creating a subscription and then Meta creating a subscription as well, I think we're going to potentially see more of that, right, where you're going to have to pay a certain amount of money, to be able to consume content here. Or they're going to find some sort of workaround to <laughs> keep you hooked on the infinite scroll.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, right, I think this comes from, you know, a lot of people maybe abusing the the system or the way that, you know, content is created. Not, maybe not malicious, right? But yeah. it's like, hey, for for us to be successful as a business, right, we need to create this type of content that, you know, the consequence is... Uh, mindless people going through their feeds, or you know, uh, creating maybe an addiction, anxiety, right? And uh, that's just a platform, right? And it, the way that the platforms are defending themselves is like, hey, you know, this is uh everybody makes their own decisions type of deal. But I do think that they, I, I actually like that. I actually like it because you know. We're human and we find ourselves scrolling mindlessly sometimes through social yeah. media, right? And and I think that will be helpful, right? There's tools today that actually like block your social media time and different yeah. things to help you out. But uh, I think uh, the world is going to, you know, lean a little bit more into that. And it's going to be interesting to see what the response is from companies and people creating. Yeah.
1: There's also no surprise that all these companies engineer their apps with the intent to get you hooked in there, right? And yeah. there's actually... One of our clients sent me this post the other day. There's a huge lawsuit right now against Meta because of this exact issue and how they were targeting, you know, younger people, right, mm-hmm. younger than 18-year-olds on how to keep them hooked on these platforms, which is yeah. very, 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 very dangerous. So, you know, the rise of ethical social media. We'll see where that one go. I think that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Another one over here. What what you got?
0: Uh, I th- I like this one, uh, quality over quantity, right? Like YouTube there, apparently there's, they've been working a lot, a long time through this, uh, model in a sense where, you know, the response from the audience is they're leaning a lot into that, right? Like, I, I think I'm a YouTube consumer. I, I consume a ton of stuff there, not only podcasts, but I like some video creators, right? And you see the trends also on them uh, throughout the time, like what they like to create. So there's obviously a lot of people that go like, hey, more volume, more things, whether that's like the internal reps that they want to put in. But at the end of the day, they come to a limit and they're like, man, I don't want to be on this hamster wheel anymore. And then they start creating really the things that they consider quality, right? Like think about creators like Emma Chamberlain, right? Like she she posted, I think, three videos on YouTube where she used to have a daily vlog, for example. And she's happier and more fulfilled and different things, and she's been connecting with other people. Or Casey Neistat, right? He stopped for a while, and then he came back to not a a daily vlog, but maybe a, a weekly video type of deal. And for them, in their eyes... That's higher quality, not only the quality of the content, but also the quality of their life, right? So if you're into this and your company is looking to create something like that, where do you fall in the spectrum, right? Uh, so the prediction here is obviously the quality content is going to rise above the quantity content. What yeah,
1: do you think? I agreed. Definitely quality content is going to be better. Something about the examples that you use they were already huge and they got there by a lot of hustling. Quality, they had quality, but also they had lots of quantity too, right? Like Emma, I think she used to do the daily vlog too. Same as Casey Neistat, right? So there was a lot, a lot of hustle. But that doesn't mean that you can have less volume that they had and still make it big. I, I think there's channels that are doing just that. And actually, this is one of my personal predictions. This one is not here. I think that ties to more series, less general videos, right? I think people want to consume some sort of series. And I actually got myself hooked on this random kid (laughs) that showed up on my YouTube Uh, about a series on poker. This guy started a series. I'm going to bet my entire net worth. And I was like, whoa, his net worth was like 20K. Yeah, they want a
0: a beginning and an end, right? They want
1: a beginning and an end, but the whole thing was an adventure and he, you can tell he scripted this thing. Was his editing the best? No. His storytelling was absolutely amazing, though. And actually, his editing was sort of creative because instead of using, like, fancy graphics, he would draw everything in, like, Microsoft Paint, which was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. But, again, it was a series that ended on Christmas, and now he's starting a new series, which is pretty much, like, the sequel to the previous one that he just did. And I was thinking, wow. This is absolutely amazing. I think that's more of what people want to see, you know? Again, the previous one was like the daily vlog, like let me be a part of your life every single day. But people don't have time for that anymore. People have, you know, and they're realizing there's so many options out there, so many things to consume. Let me know that I'm investing my time into something that has an end. I think that's very important. And I think that's going to translate into... Shorts, reels, again, not only long-form content, but also short-form yeah. content. What are some series that you can create?
0: I think it'll be interesting on the on the content-wise for like companies. It's like, hey, we're going after, you know, the next 30 days, we're going after these massive clients. Like, follow along to see what happens, right? Like, how can businesses on the B2B world, for example, adapt that series strategy to what they're doing, right? Or yeah. we're on a quest to do the perfect hire. You know, I was telling you about the Lego documentary I watched the other day. Yeah. And uh, hiring them hi- – like the hiring process for like the the head Lego designer or like who People that build Legos for a living, right? And I thought it was like, wow, what an incre- incredible concept! If you want to do like a 30, mm-hmm. 30 day or thirty video series on that thing, I think that would be super super exciting. You get to yeah. meet the people, you get to see the the personalities behind it, and then me as a consumer, I mean, I have no interest in, in working with Lego because I, I enjoy it as a product, but I don't think that's for me. But it created like this bond with the company, right? And at yeah. the end of the day, that's that's really what you want. So I think it'll be it'll be interesting. What can we do here? Yeah. Uh, just,
1: fun, fun fact that just came to my mind. That content also serves two purposes. One is to find ideal hires. People are going to see that and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this company is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I want to work for them. Yeah. And then it also, for the ideal customers, because it brings them into the company and like you said, it makes you feel bonded to them. They're like, wow, this is how they do things. These are the people that work in there. I want to support more of this company. So I think that's a exciting, Excellent example of how businesses can leverage media nowadays is do something, right? For example, the Two Brothers show that we've talked about. We can do series on which we bring influential people. So that is for the audience, right? And now they're learning from these influential people in a specific topic, right? So let's say it's poker just because I'm into it right now, (laughs) right? And we start bringing like poker people and we start talking to them. But on our side, how we get value from it as well is – then we have the connections and the network and all these poker that we bring poker people that we bring, they're creators, right? And so now we start we getting can help them, them Yeah, we can help them, them produce and show like yeah. that. So I think they're gonna have to start thinking not so linear with content in terms of Hey, I'm doing this because I want to grow my audience, but it's like, all right, I'm doing this, and these are all of the tangent benefits that we can get from this and whatnot, and, and then plan from there. I think okay. it's going to be very very interesting. I
0: like it. I like it. Um, I like this other one, too. Uh, insert audio language, uh, in your YouTube videos, you know how you can insert like now automatic captions in different languages. It's going to be actually actual dubbing inside yeah. of the video where like you will not have to go pay for a dubbing company to go do this, but AI. Well,
1: no, I think you mis- misread it because it's actually, you do the dub, but it's inside of the same channel. So you know how Mr. Beast has well, that- Mr. Beast Spanish.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah 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 well that's a prediction this is pre- i'm leveling up that prediction oh
1: you're leveling up the prediction yeah
0: i think there's gonna be a time maybe at the end of 2024 where that dubbing will actually happen just of the platform yeah potentially that'll, that'll be interesting and it'll be so much easier and it, cheaper yeah it's gonna, gonna be so doing.
1: much easier but you know he did mention here uh one of our uh, team members he mentioned that It's actually a good opportunity for studios to start doing voiceovers and whatnot, right? So grab one of these YouTuber videos or their whole library, uh, start dubbing over them, and then you can send them that file and they can just add it to the video. I think that's going to be pretty good. It's a pretty good opportunity until the platform does it by itself. And actually, fun fact, I think that that app already exists. So they might just buy the technology Mm -hmm. and then implemented right i don't think they have to start anything from scratch i actually saw an ad the other day which was this guy sitting down and he's like so this is my voice in english and then the same voice identical just started speaking in italian yeah and it it was saying and this is my voice in italian but in italian and i was like whoa (laughs) that is absolutely crazy so the technology is already there there. and i wouldn't be surprised if companies like you know youtube go purchases and then they like you like you said, they just implemented inside of YouTube, cutting down the middleman, the dubbers. (laughs) dubbers. So dubbing can be a profitable venture in the next couple of months. Yeah. But you probably have to dive into it very, very fast before AI can take over and then, you know, they'll be (laughs) taking all of our clients. It reminds me of Rev. Rev.com. Do you remember that site? Yeah. That where we used Rev.com is where we used to do our subtitles yeah. pretty much human subtitles at that point yeah. and we would have to pay for every specific one and then all of a sudden you know this script came out automatic transcriptions <laughs> like all <laughs> these all things the and uh, the other day I was actually curious what happened to Rev and I went on and they've kind of changed their business model they still do that but they change it's like a little bit of their business white model
0: level, like white glove version probably
1: yeah uh, and I was like well they did have to adapt because if not they were gonna die yeah I do how many people got fired Yeah, probably. Uh,
0: (laughs) Here's some of my predictions, right? I think more and more businesses are going to be controlling their own media, right? I think uh, the agency model will change. Like we are, we have an agency model, right? And we're currently having conversations of how can we evolve that side? But I think more businesses are going to bring teams inside and they're going to be able to control that pivoting a little bit faster, right? Like they can have an internal meeting and be like, hey, this is the series that we want to do for the next quarter and they're going to be able to develop that internally. I think traditional corporations would dive into the creator economy right NFL for example apparently what I saw the other day in a study is like their audience is dropping massively so they've been investing first in gaming right because they've been they they saw that the kids that play the video game become fans of the teams based on the video games not where they live which is super interesting mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. for example we live in Jacksonville with the Jags the 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 jags I think is the biggest team in Europe in England because obviously the owner has a team over there and they go play it every year so they've developed a fan base overseas which is very interesting so they're gonna yeah. be doing that with creators
1: I mean but that that's literally a playbook move from European soccer. They go and do their preseasons Absolutely. all over the world, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. get fans all over the I world. I mean, they're
0: the real football. Just <laughs> uh, <laughs> bring on the haters. I don't care. But I think NFL, like uh, more companies are gonna be doing that, and they're gonna see creators at these like digital real estate where they can actually influence uh, their audience and collaborate and and be and grow together, right? Uh, Obviously, on the flip side of that, individual creators, because they built this incredible community and people that really follow them, they're going to be launching and partnering with companies at a faster pace that you see it, right? Like you see Jimmy with Mr. Beast, uh, Beast, like with the chocolates and all the products that they're launching, Logan Paul with like prime drinks, right? Like these are obviously massive examples, but they're going to be creating some things, some partnerships in it, and and they're going to be able to move way faster, as we do. So we're going to probably be seeing more of more of that. Uh, and then the podcast becomes the main way to build business relationships. I think at this day and age, right. If it's not already, I think more people are going to be diving in just for the connection part. Like apart from like the benefits of the content that goes out just for the connection part uh, it's going to it's going to continue to
1: grow. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I agree. Podcasting is just going to keep growing. It has been growing in the last couple of years. I also think it's extremely valuable for those that are in podcasting because most people that jump into podcasting, they don't last too long, yet the listenership base still growing at a consistent pace, which means, you know, you're in a growing industry. And I do believe also sponsors are going to look for more, you know, medium, low influencers type of deal to... Cut deals with them and give them money and get their audiences, people that can build community. I think that's going to be very important as well, right? small niche down communities are going to be very, very important. So if you thought about launching your podcast or have a production team behind your podcast, just know obviously we're going to plug yourself out here. We can help you out with that Uh, here at Biz Bros with Content Momentum. We can help you. Or if you're in Jacksonville, Florida, swim by Studio Podcast Suites and we'll we'll help you create that podcast that you have in mind launch that into reality
0: absolutely all right world predictions this is not content specific this yeah honestly content.
1: i think like there's only one that is like out of the ones i'm reading i think only one is a like, world prediction because the other one has to be with have content too mine? You oh i didn't mine? Even, i didn't even read yours yeah. all right
0: where are yours you missed the homework
1: yeah i missed it yeah. I, don't, I don't have any world predictions
0: <laughs> okay, so the first one here from one of our staff members is Elon Musk's downfall. <laughs> I like this. Too many failures and controversy will force him out of company leadership. Uh, I personally don't know if I agree with that one, but I think that was a fun one to, to go over. Yeah, I think he is...
1: It's funny, actually, because yesterday I saw a clip that was saying Elon Musk was laughing at, and I don't remember the name <laughs> of the company, like 10 years ago. And it's a company that just surpassed him. As the biggest EV electric oh, the, vehicle, the, it's
0: a Chinese company. I, it's
1: from I think China. no, I think it's from no, from the US. Uh, the and one I w- read was from China. From China, well, maybe. I, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not as educated in this, but the point is, is a company where Warren Buffett is an investor, it's and true. they are selling now more electric vehicles than Tesla. So maybe, maybe. It is the beginning of the downfall but nobody, of nobody Elon knows. Musk.
0: Apparently, nobody knows the name <laughs> of that company, so Tesla could be still yeah, more viable. Yeah, valuable. who knows? Uh, <laughs> I mean, for, I think Tesla also market, has like for,
1: solar and all that stuff. I think they do a whole bunch, yeah, not just cars. Yeah, they do of
0: stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it will be it'll be fun to see that. Um, I honestly think that guy will continue to do oh, yeah. amazing things and, and will continue to be a headline source for many um, yeah. yeah,
1: I want to make it clear. I'm 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 pro Elon. I like <laughs> him. I like him. You know, I like the way he markets. <laughs> he's aggressive. Uh, he's an innovator too. He goes out yeah. there and you know I think he saw a good opportunity with X and he just went took on and better. took it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see. Actually, I enjoy a lot of. T- I used to hate going on Twitter. Now I enjoy going on X. Um, I have seen considerably way less. But is it toxic? Like any other social media, yes, there are still is toxic <laughs> daily, corners. Daily dose of toxic. But uh, I'm enjoying it, actually. I'm enjoying yeah. it.
0: Yeah, No, that's good. All right. Uh, I think the other two were a little bit more uh, content related, so we're going to skip through those. I have one. I have one. No. Arsenal
1: <laughs> will become the champions of the Premier League 2024. After how many years? Let's go. After how many years? It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Let's go Arsenal. That's my prediction. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> the
0: one and only prediction. That's my one okay, prediction. Sounds good. Okay, I predict that people are gonna be detaching more from busy cities and they're gonna be moving to more remote areas or calm places. I think like mental health <laughs> is a big thing today, especially with the craziness. Uh, And uh, it's seen to happen. I mean, we do live in a little bit of a remote. It's a big city, but with a town feel. And uh, we just had a real estate group come in here and and do a, a a session. And uh, all the trends are indicating that people are moving to a more calm space instead of downtowns all around.
1: Yeah. People want their chickens. People (laughs) want their own gardens. They want to cultivate their own food. I think that actually, I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty important. I'm actually seeing more, and, and this might be because of my girlfriend, but I'm seeing more and more reels on people growing their own food or people, you know, making their own bread from scratch, like they are not buying as much, and again, we don't have the data for this, but the perception out here, I might be in a bubble, is that people are not, they're they're trying to stay away from all the process and kind of like regress back to like a slower way of living, which yeah. I'm all in for. I love it. Yeah, what do you want to make? Actually, I want. I want. I want chickens. I want. I want horses. Horses would be fun. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, like twenty dogs too.
0: Fun fact: we saw three horses yesterday, like where we live, and uh, and they just stopped at this barbecue restaurant. They just have them tied down next to the cars. How cool Uh, is that? (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. Yeah, Uh, we do live in that that type of area. (laughs) But anyways. My second prediction is soccer will be taking USA for the next three years and it will grow rapidly. It's going to become the number one sport in the United States. Maybe this is not next year prediction. Maybe this is like the next two or three years, but it's going to happen. uh, I've been getting into trading cards lately and I had a little bit of a fight the other day with a trading card uh, shop owner. He told me that women's basketball was going to be bigger than soccer. I just laughed at his face. And I invited him to the show to go come and talk about this to the two brothers. Interesting. Well, I mean, we're going to be talking to you because
1: I know nothing about this stuff.
0: But, uh, no, anyways, but I do think that soccer is going to uh, explode here in the United States. What what I've seen is obviously you have the first generation and, uh, and Americans that obviously love their sports, right? But also you have a lot of immigrants and and immigrant's kids that are now growing up with that sport. So that's that's a trend that I've seen on that side is a lot of the kids are asking for the soccer products, right? So, I think it's going to be super interesting. I can't wait because obviously we're big soccer fans. Um, so we'll see how that goes. On soccer podcast coming soon. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one that I have here is like people not caring that much about electric cars. <laughs> I think people are still going to love their uh, their engines their gas. By the way, electric plants are still you know fueled by fossil fossil fuels. Just saying. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. there's <laughs> we're still a lot all of burning stuff. So.
1: At the end of the day people just need to educate themselves. But yeah, they they still um create a lot of pollution.
0: Sounds good. Uh those are kind of fun ones. Uh obviously, you know. I predict something else. Fonse's family is gonna grow. He's gonna get pregnant next year. This <sighs> yeah. It's gonna All happen. Right.
1: <laughs> All right. Cool. Great episode.
0: <laughs> Do you wanna add anything else apart from your like lame soccer prediction of Arsenal winning the Premier League?
1: No, that's going to be it. My last, <laughs> well, actually, my last prediction is that Biz Bros is crushing 2024. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Let's go. All right, guys, with that said, thank you so much for tuning to the Continent Profit Podcast. Go and have follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Biz Bros Co.
1: That is right. And I today's episode <laughs> to help you move one step closer towards your goal or help you come up with some crazy predictions for 2024 please don't forget to share this episode and don't forget to share your predictions and tag us on them
0: see ya bye guys